0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show.
1: We have a theme on this uh, Thursday, April 13th. It's a simple one. Uh, Perhaps it's it's a daily theme, but I feel like today, man, this is it. We are screwed. As a nation, as a world, as a culture, as a people, we are screwed. There's just so much here today that it, it just... I'm worried. What can I say? I'm worried. We have a leaker who is uh, revealing our top secret uh, information about the war in Ukraine, which uh, spoiler alert, we're not winning. It's not going well. And we learned that uh, from these uh, classified documents have been, which have been leaked to a discord group of a bunch of gamers, just incredible developments here on that story. And uh, uh, meanwhile, our president is wandering aimlessly around uh, Belfast around Dublin today and uh, as i said yesterday there are about six thoughts in that decaying cranium of our president as he wanders aimlessly led by the led by the arm by his crackhead son around Dublin we'll get to some of the, some of the comments uh, i'll just say this they sound familiar they sound familiar he says the same things he doesn't have the ability to to develop new thoughts and he reacts to this, uh, the latest on these leaks. I think I spent like an hour this morning reading this Washington Post story. It is just amazing. They sit down with a kid who's in the same chat room, the same discord group as the leaker. And he talks about them and, and talks about all the top secret stuff he's read. He's like 15 years old and he's reading about our strategy in Ukraine and how it's failing miserably It's official now. Both of the Tennessee two, both of the Justins, are back in the Tennessee legislature, and they are they are going places. In fact, when one of them, Justin Pearson, was just reinstated, uh, one of the people who voted for him to return to the uh, Tennessee legislature said he is going national. He's going to be a national figure. We're going to show you the transformation of both the Justins. By the way, they got a chant now in Tennessee. No Justins, no peace. (laughs) It's just nauseating. These these two are just actors. That's what they are, actors and agitators. And it's a sad state. It's a sad commentary on the country that these are our elected representatives. We're going to tell you about uh, what Justin Jones did before he became an elected representative. And we'll tell you how Justin Pearson transformed himself from a... uh, a well, well-spoken student at Bowdoin to a rabble-rousing preacher in, uh, in Nashville. It's just an amazing transformation. Uh, we have a senator. They're, they're demanding a senator step down because she has full-blown dementia. And uh, she's resisting. She doesn't want to quit. At least the people around her are are, uh, making clear she's not quitting. So you can serve in the Senate now. We have at least two people who are totally 100% shot mentally. And I don't know why they even try to defend it. Just say, hey, if it can be president in this state, why can't you be a senator? What's the difference? And we got Trump, another motorcade arriving in New York this morning to face a civil suit from the Trump-hating Attorney General Letitia James, another elected official in New York who uh, made it to that office promising to get Trump, and Trump again has to uh, show up and uh, appear in New York and testify. He's in New York. He's facing another, uh, another lawsuit, while the president, uh, who is just uh, – it's just embarrassing. He's embarrassing this country on the world stage. It really is amazing. But I don't even know what to start with. We should start with the Justins. Because at least with the Justins, you get a laugh. I'm not sure the uh, story of Diane, Diane Feinstein is all that funny. It's sad. And uh, Biden, it's sort of funny, but it's really sad in that friggin' leaker story. Man, uh, two quick takeaways. We'll get to all the details and the kid. Kid talks to the Washington Post. By the way, this is the new approach from the mainstream media. Don't focus on the leaks and the situation, the dire situation in Ukraine. Focus on the leaker. Help the security state. Help the government catch the leaker and stop them. Instead of looking at the leaks and saying, boy, we are throwing lots of good money after bad in Ukraine. There is no hope for these people. They're running out of ammo. They're about to get obliterated. And... Just as a side note, we have U.S. personnel on the ground. We have special forces on the ground in Ukraine. That was confirmed in these leaks. Man, there's a lot of stuff, and a lot of it is really, really troubling. But uh, in Tennessee, in um, in Nashville, we now, it's now official, both of the Justins are back in the um, – in the state legislature, I said this the other day. I, you know, obviously these two deserve to be expelled. They deserve to be punished for disrupting a legal proceeding, for storming the Capitol with their uh, bullhorns, their megaphones, and they went through the process. You're supposed to make it official. They took a vote. They expelled them. They deserve to be expelled. But I'm not sure the Republicans thought this through. They have elevated these two guys to to martyrs. And it might not last because people are learning about them and their motives, but they have made these two uh, national figures and uh, it's, it's, and they're enjoying it. They're thoroughly milk in the moment. And I, I, I'm not sure it was a good idea. Let me just say, if you censured them, we might not know anything about them. You expel them. They get up, they get up a mob, they march in the streets, they pump their fists and, Pretend they're uh, they're these brave, courageous civil rights leaders. It all seems to play into their hands. This is from USA Today this morning. Justin Pearson, one of two black Democrat state legislators whose expulsion by Tennessee Republicans provoked a national backlash, was reappointed Wednesday to a seat in the state house. Seven of Shelby County's attending commissioners unanimously voted for Pearson to fill the interim seat in Tennessee's district 86 with the vote. uh, Pearson joins Justin Jones who returned Monday. Uh, Both had been removed for leading gun reform protests on the chamber floor following last month's mass shooting. Commissioner Erica Sugarman praised Pearson after the vote quote, my heart is singing. Uh, Sugarman said you belong on the national level. We need you he, here right now in this moment to continue this fight. It's not going to end today or tomorrow. It's a journey. So he's reinstated. He gets to give a big uh, a stem winder of a speech. He gets to perform. And that's what he is. He's a performer. He's an actor. This isn't the real guy. This is the guy who performs for the cameras, for the crowds. Sadly, it's working. Sadly, i i I think he's going nowhere. Maybe he'll end up being a a U.S. rep or running for Senate, but right now he's a, uh, he's a martyr and he's enjoying that moment. But uh, let's review the career, uh, the brief career of Justin Pearson. He went to Bowdoin in Maine and when he was in Bowdoin, uh, he was a different guy. He was a well-dressed guy. You just look at him in college. I don't remember anybody in college wearing a, a suit and tie ever but he has a nice suit nice tie nice haircut and he's very well spoken very articulate he's running for the head of student government at Bowdoin this just a few years ago he's only 29 and he he seems like a really appealing attractive candidate I can picture him getting elected to the head of the student government I can picture people saying boy he's a you know, he's a good politician. He's he's reaching out to both sides. He's making a lot of sense. He's not screaming and yelling and pounding the podium and talking about Mother God, which is, which is what he does now. But let's, do uh, you want to take a look at uh, Justin Pearson when he was running uh, for head of student government at Bowdoin in Maine? Sure can. As, as Tucker called it last night, the whitest school in the whitest state. And I guess... I guess this is what you got to do, but I mean, it's a college. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, it's not a disadvantage to be an African-American if you're running for student government at any college in this day and age, but just look at him right there. I mean, he just looks, he looks great. I mean, he looks like he could be in the, in the U S house of representatives. He looks like he could be you know, running for national office, but he was running for in you know, the head of student government. And uh, I think, I think it, was a hell of a appeal. It was a pretty good campaign. Let's watch
0: this. Ha- just so you know, the end of this video has the current uh, speech he made.
1: Want, let's do it. We got so much to get to. We're going to go right from Justin Pearson in college at Bowden. By the way, Bowden is where uh, my old friend Dale Arnold went. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, Justin Pearson sounds a lot like Dale Arnold in this video. <laughs> Maybe everybody at Bowden talks like this. But this will show you the transformation. It was, it only took a couple of years of Justin Pearson in high school, I mean, in high school, in college, and Justin Pearson now. <laughs> it is, have you ever seen a transformation like this? I was trying to think of somebody who just completely trans, I mean, I'm not talking about Caitlyn Jenner or, or Dylan Mulvaney, someone who just completely transformed their image from this guy in his nicely tailored gray suit and tie and uh, to a guy in a dashiki screaming and pounding I, uh, the, the podium about, uh, about mother God. And Colin, everything. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, that's not a bad one. Colin Kaepernick who trend, and you know, they did it for both for the same reason to, uh, to get rich in Kaepernick's fake case, to get famous for power uh, for the same reason to appeal to the same divisive audience. And did it, it said, uh, deliver the same divisive message that, uh, you know, this country's uh, systemically racist and you can't make it here. Ironically, uh, both of them have made it here, but they reach out to young uh, black people and tell them, you know, this country is no different than it was under Jim Crow or slavery or whatever. I mean, they're lying to their, to their people, to their target audience, but it works. Let's watch.
0: Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? I want to do this by partnering with organizations from the Putin Democrats to the Putin Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. Seems like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win. But, oh, that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last. But, oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes.
1: (laughs) Same guy, same guy. You know, that is so discouraging when Mm. you think about it. Justin Pearson is a great example of what you can accomplish. I was looking at his bio. He was the valedictorian of his high school. He went to Bowdoin, uh, graduated from Bowdoin uh, with a degree in government and legal studies, minor in education studies. While at Bowden, he was a Mellon Mays fellow, accepted in a summer policy institute at Princeton School of Public and International Affairs. Uh, well-educated, well-spoken right there, sounds like probably works hard, made his way through uh, high school, through college, and now he's playing this character out of I don't know 19, 1950s 1960s. Right now, he's pretending to be Martin Luther King, even though he's had all the advantages. And I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know if he got a scholarship to Bowdoin, paid his own way. But uh, uh, his parents were well educated. This country provided real opportunity for Justin Pearson, and now his message to people of the next generation is. You know this country is systemically racist. You can't make it here. You need government. You need me to fight the man when, when his life is an example of just the opposite. It was an example of what a great opportunity this country provides for a hardworking young African American man. I mean, it's just it's kind of cynical. It's 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 uh, disturbing that you can't just stand up there and say, "Kids, look at me. I went to the best." You know, I went to great schools. I learned, I worked hard. Uh, Now I'm uh, an elected representative with higher aspirations. You know, use me as an example. Instead, he's doing the whole MLK. It's not even, it's like more like just some two-bit preacher with a fake accent, with the fake stress on the, we are good news. How, How is everyone there not laughing at him? I have no idea. But he's, he's not the
0: first person to do that, and I do have a short montage, if you'd like to take a peek at it.
1: Of uh, of, of, of people playing a part?
0: Yeah, of, changing of, their accents.
1: Of people uh, transitioning, yeah. uh, if you will. Yeah, there's a few. It, I guess it works in, in democratic circles, but uh, let, let's watch others who have uh, paved the way for young Justin Pearson. Go ahead.
0: There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines, right? Which are vulnerable to being hacked. I think he's going to get in. <laughs> in the room during the bin Laden raid, the Iran sanctions, the Gaza ceasefire, you name it. I don't feel no ways tired. i come too far.
1: Trump tapped into this idea of make America great again.
0: I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. To bring together
1: different voices, <laughs> uh, it is just wrong. I mean, honest to god, but I guess it works. It works. He's back and he's more famous than ever, more powerful than ever. Uh, his uh, partner there in uh, the Tennessee, Two, Justin Jones, he's back too. Oh, yeah, and we're learning a lot more about. Justin Jones as well. He wasn't back, you know, a few years ago, he wasn't running for head of the student government uh, in a suit and tie. He was jumping on police cars and assaulting people in these BLM riots. It's funny how, you know, we, we, that they, they're, they're uh, relishing this newfound fame, but I'm not sure they're, uh, they're enjoying their, the, uh, what people are learning about them. The revelations we're, we're, we're seeing this is Justin Jones getting arrested, I believe, at a BLM riot. But we have him. Uh, there's video, there's, there's photos of him jumping on police cars and assaulting people. I mean, this guy, and again, it probably doesn't matter. You know, it's hard to beat an incumbent. He's probably, you know, the, the message that he's telling uh, his constituents is probably, you know, this country's unfair and blacks can't catch a break and there's systemic racism and. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff this this guy's done. What else is he accused of? He was arrested for throwing a hot cup of coffee in a crowded elevator. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, he was banned from the Capitol after assaulting Speaker Glenn Cassada. He's got a long history of uh, violent uh, protest, but he's back in the house. And by the way, this is the first thing they did upon returning the three uh, Two other things I want to mention before we move on one, I looked up justin pearson hes uh, He was elected in march uh, district eighty six Tennessee House of Representatives. He uh, got almost all the votes ninety eight percent he was unopposed in the general obviously no no chance of a Republican. Would you care to guess how many votes this International, I should say, this national figure, this celebrity, uh, state legislator, got mm, a month ago in his general election uh,
0: uh, in Tennessee. I'll say like uh, fifteen thousand. Mm, that wouldn't be much, but
1: that would be—that's a good guess. Keeping it low. How about <laughs> <He got laughs> four hundred and forty-three? Four hundred and forty-three votes. That guy who's wow. all over the news and. In these people (laughs) predicting bigger and better things, there were 10 votes for the uh, other or write in people, 10 votes against him, 443 for him to send him to the state legislature.
0: (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but that doesn't fill up a normal high school.
1: (laughs) No, kid. Put it this way when he marched, I think Saturday, yeah, Saturday, was it? I think Saturday, when he marched, you know, with the fist raised high out of the uh, after he was expelled. He had more people, literally, more people marching down the street. There was over 500 Then voted for him. He got 1,200 votes in the primary. Obviously, that's a bigger deal. They're all Democrats in a very crowded field and 400 in the general election. That's the guy who's a national figure now. Uh, but at least in Justin Pearson's, at least we haven't seen yet of him, any video of him uh, jumping on police cars or assaulting people. Uh, is this him? I think this is him Saturday, and this is the crowd that marched with him. Yep. Is yep. this the video? Because watch him perform. I mean, he, he, he reminds me of uh, a, a few people. One, the uh, in the Blues Brothers, you see uh, James Brown is a preacher. He's jumping <laughs> around. Obviously, James Brown <laughs> jumping around. Then Belushi does the whole dance up the aisle. Yeah. He, he reminds me a lot of uh, James Brown. But let's watch. And if you're watching, if you're listening, he's he's pretty – Uh, melodramatic just as a speaker, but he is jumping all over the place in this crowd. By the way, it doesn't appear to be a few secret service type of guys, armed guards Mm -hmm. in front of him to protect him. Um, We're going to get to his, uh, his vote on uh, protecting schools, but uh, let's watch him Saturday. This is before he was reinstated, but he probably knew what was happening. He knew that this was working out in his favor and that it was blowing up in the face of the Republicans Again, I don't think the GOP thought this through. Just remember, too. Inevitable. Remember, They should have thought this through. They should have known yeah. this was going to blow up on them. But go ahead. I was going to say,
0: just when you hear this, remember the high I go to Bowdoin College. Just remember that. <laughs> oh,
1: the old banana in the tailpipe <laughs> trick.
0: <laughs> to the whale. I believe, I believe it is a vision of people who've been ostracized
1: If you're not watching, he is jumping around. I get to hear what he's saying. The people are jumping, and it's like he's he's preaching. That guy, same guy, was uh, what, seven years ago uh, campaigning from the kids at Bowden to get their vote to bring people together.
0: Well, you I know, think Republicans and Democrats should sit down
1: at the table together. Yes, <laughs> you know, we should reach across the aisle and try to uh, be, make friends with our Democratic Republican. Let's bring us all together. That guy, same guy. What an actor! Honest to God, what a what a what a fraud! <laughs> uh, but check out—I believe this is the most recent vote from the uh, Tennessee Three. Don't forget Gloria Johnson, the uh, Zoptic woman who was uh, who missed uh, avoided getting expelled by one vote because she didn't have a megaphone or a or a bullhorn. And as soon as they allowed her to stay, she called them all racist. Anyway. They had a vote uh yesterday uh, in the is yesterday, yes, about um a school safety measure. Now, we're all obviously Democrats only care about guns. Republicans, we talk about mental health and other other uh ways to prevent school shootings. Um they had a vote to protect um Schools, the, 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 um, to uh, have armed security at schools, it seems like to me, I don't even understand what's a controversy about this. You know, when you're sending 100 billion to Ukraine, you can't spend whatever it takes to have like a retired cop or a military person who's trained, who's licensed to protect children at schools. Again, we, we protect banks and casinos and we protect government buildings. Every government building that I see when I'm walking around the city has an armed guard. And most of them, they don't even appear to have any people. Most government employees, they work from home now, but the armed security guard is there. Um, so they have a vote on this bill that would add armed security to schools in Tennessee. The vote passed it was called House Bill 322. It passed 95 to four. Would you care to guess how the Tennessee Three, who protested and stormed the Capitol and obstructed a government proceeding because of the Nashville shooting, because they were so upset about the Nashville shooting about three dead kids, three dead staff members. There was an emotional reaction to that. Would you care to guess how they voted? On this proposal to protect schools, I think
0: they suggested uh, tanks in every parking lot. <laughs> no,
1: that would be no. They voted no, ninety-five to four, and these three clowns voted no. Let's not secure our schools. I don't think we need any more proof that these are th- two or three of the biggest frauds in in history. We, this just. Uh, They've been exposed. Unfortunately, they've also been uh, deified and elevated and they will go nowhere. They're celebrity state legislators now. I can picture, you know, there's uh, newsrooms at CNN, MSNBC, hell, ABC, Good Morning America, you name it. Let's see, we need a go to crazy liberal to talk about gun control next time there's a shooting. Let's get that nut. Let's get one of the Justins on to scream and rant we have not seen the end of them by any stretch. I think, uh, and next time there's an open seat in the stand in the house, this, the you know U.S. House, they'll be running uh, and and they'll be performing. Uh, <laughs> uh, the what do we got? Oh, this is the picture. We got the picture of Justin Jones, now state legislator, jumping on a police car, smashing a police car during BLM riots. Hey, good career move. What can you say? Right, we got to move. I have so much to get through. So much more <laughs> discouraging and disturbing news today. Um, our president was wandering aimlessly around uh, Dublin today. Is there a lower moment than the president having to be led around by his crackhead son? Because he's just not quite uh, grasping what's going on here. I don't know if you can hear this. Uh, does this video have a decent audio? Cause I I can just describe it if it doesn't the, uh, which one would you like with the kids when he's taking questions from the kids, there's, there's, you can see it online. You can find it where there's some people putting a little, uh, uh, the text to it, but he goes, um, up to a bunch of kids and you can't quite tell like how old the kids, I think they're probably nine or 10 years old. You got any questions for me? He says, His crackhead son and his sister are standing next to him. And the kid asks, you can't really hear the kid, but he asks, What's the secret to success in life? It seems like a pretty decent question from a nine-year-old. And our president, the leader of the free world, I don't know if he didn't understand it or just got confused, but he starts saying this Which one do you which one do you think, Jerry? (laughs) He says, He says to make sure we don't get COVID. (laughs) What? and then his son, he's the, you know, the brains of this operation, the smartest man Joe knows, he steps in and says, no, dad, he wants to know, like, the secret of success in life. And so you're thinking, okay, that was just a, a brief, you know, incoherent moment, confusing moment for our dementia adult president. The answer, when he understands the question, is even dumber. I don't know, if, can we play this? Does it make any sense, the audio, or do we need to, like, read the transcript here one way to find out. Let's play it. Uh, let's play it. Well, I, I want, I'm hoping you get to hear the answer he gives a freaking nine year old who asks, you know, I, I thought it was a setup question. It was such an easy question. I, I mean, you just say you, you work hard, go to school, do your homework, listen to your parents, you know, don't steal, don't cheat, don't lie. You'll be good. You'll be good kid. And you move on. You think a guy who's been in politics for 98 years would have a stock answer to a kid who says, what's the secret to success? But no, let's listen.
0: Yeah, he's got a question. What's your, what's your question? Uh, uh, top, uh, what's the top step? Success, success,
1: making sure that we don't all have COVID. What, why, why, why are <laughs> making sure we don't have COVID. Here comes Hunter.
0: Yeah, now Hunter's coming up and whispering. Hunter in Hunter
1: comes in and says, no, Dad. You know, he means the secret to success in life. the,
0: is the key to success? What the, what's the key to success. You know what I found out the key to success is? And I'm not sure I'm the best guy to explain it. Guys the key to success is whenever you disagree with someone, it's okay to question their judgment, whether they're right or wrong. But it's never okay
1: to question their motive. What? the? (laughs) These are, again, I don't know, 10-year-old kids. It's okay to question the judgment, but not okay to question their motives? Is that some kind of setup? (laughs) People question, like, why Hunter's on this trip? It's just so bizarre. He's just so, just so embarrassing. By the way, I'm watching Greg Kelly last night, and he thinks this is an indication that he's not going to run for president. And I think he is. And he told Al Roker he was, but Greg makes a good point. You don't bring Hunter on this thing and have him at your side the whole time. If you're concerned about your image with the electorate, if you're about to announce you're running again, and one of the biggest raps against you knocks, uh, issues that uh, you're facing is your corruption, your corrupt family, your corrupt overseas business dealings uh, spearheaded by Hunter. So you, as you're about to announce and about to face these questions, these accusations from the House, by the way, from the Republicans in the House who have bank records of you and Hunter taking money from overseas entities, you don't bring Hunter overseas. So Greg Kelly's saying that's an indication that he will not run, which I don't don't buy into, but it's interesting. It's an interesting theory.
0: Um, One of my favorite clips of Biden ever has actually been from this trip. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, they asked him about the leaks. They're like, well, what do you think the, about the uh, the White House leaks? And he pauses for like 10 to 12 seconds and just goes, I'm going well, to plant good. a tree. We're
1: going to we're get to this. Um, yeah, yeah, let's, let's do this. We, he was also asked about <laughs> Xi Jinping, and he said he traveled 17,000 miles. Totally debunked, 100 times over. And he was asked about, uh, I don't know, what one word you describe. And he got it. He he didn't screw it up like he usually does, but he did get asked this morning about these leaks. And I want to get to the story because it's wild. And I mean, he has an obligation here. This is the president of the United States. This story is huge. Our top secrets about the Ukraine war were exposed were revealed by some gamer and, the media is doing their best damage control for the administration, and downplaying it, and and focusing on the leak as opposed to the classified info that he leaked. But he was asked about it, and as usual, it's not very, not very uh, reassuring when the president tells you uh, what his his take on the leaker. Go ahead. The uh, which one? The leaker. The When he talking this morning about the leak.
0: Oh, yeah, Yeah. yeah. Okay. You I was, ta- I was wonderful. talking about, you know, I got, you. I got you saying, I was originally talking about the one when someone asked him and he just goes, I'm going to go plant a tree and then leaves.
1: <laughs> I did not see that one. I, did <laughs> not see it. I didn't
0: know he was planting trees. Oh, that was my favorite thing. Cause it was the most dementia sounding thing he's ever he's had. Okay.
1: You can play that too. You can't go wrong. He's, he's, who was the, who the little Irish guy? He's with some Irish I, guy. who's was like I, four feet tall. Is that a leprechaun? Can I, I say I, that? Uh, well, yeah. Is we're that a, hate speech. We're Irish. We can say it. No, that's true. That's true. I can say anything. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Joe Biden's Irish. he's Not stupid, but he's Irish. <laughs> go ahead. Let's listen.
0: Are you concerned about okay, the? Okay, guys, it's time to go. Well, Let's go. Cool. Oh, we gotta I, move. I'm not okay. concerned about the late years. I'm concerned that it happened. But there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is all three How is he not
1: aware? The guy is about three feet tall. <laughs> I think that's the Irish uh. president. He's not concerned, but he is concerned. There's nothing contemporaneous. <clears throat> We're gonna to get to these leaks. This is just incredible stuff. And uh, uh the story in the in the Washington Post is wild. Uh but uh I don't our president's coming uh, Biden's coming home soon, right? It's only a four day trip. Just had to go over there so uh Biden, so Hunter could do some business yeah. <laughs> with some of those international business connections. Yeah. And uh, I don't think he has to go through security when he comes home so he can bring home a big old bag of cash and a big old bag of crack. No problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is just a tightrope walk when Joe Biden's on the international stage. It really is. And uh, the idea that anyone, anybody would want to send him back for four more years of this humiliation. We'll get to we'll get to Diane Feinstein and other dementia addled members of our ruling class. but. Uh, is this him heading home? What is he doing here? Uh, this is the uh, the tree comment, which we have to play. I, okay, we have I to. haven't even heard the tree comment. Uh, that's a big build up from Ironhead. Let's let's listen to the president talk about planting trees. Do you have update on the leak yeah. investigation? No, just for All right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to go plant a tree. <laughs> I'm going to go plant a
0: tree. He gets asked about the leak. He ignores it and goes, I'm going to go plant a tree. Like,
1: just completely forgets where he's at. I, I understand people hate Trump. I understand that people are liberal, they're Democrat, but how can you not be uh, concerned, if not scared to death? Yeah in the current state of affairs, you know what, I envy people who don't give a damn about this stuff. I envy people who just go about their day and they're more concerned about Meghan Markle not going to the coronation, or they're more concerned about, uh, you know, what they're gonna have for dinner or what uh, Netflix show they're gonna watch. Um, if you're uh, blissfully ignorant, I, I commend you, but if you're paying attention, this is a scary day, and we're going to get to all of it. We have the the leaker, the details on the leak. I spent an hour reading this Washington Post story, so you don't have to. Uh, it's not behind a paywall, which is good. So mm-hmm. I read the whole thing, and it's wild. And we'll get to the. Uh, I'm still trying to still trying to recover from NPR quitting Twitter, just devastating. But we'll get to the uh, <laughs> the the senator that they're trying to boot out of the Senate because oh I don't know she has dementia, her brain is gone, Her she, she, she's just not there anymore, and she wants to remain in the Senate. Just a wild story. But uh, first, a recession-proof investment without compromise, European American Armory Corp., or EAA Corp., has specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol. EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. First time gun owner? No problem. EAA Corp, all in one 9mm. MC9 Striker Fire Pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA Corp. EAA Corp says, get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of your hard-earned money. Visit eaacorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. I've been building this up. Let's get to it. Let's get to this leaker story. It's complicated, to say the least. If you missed it, some classified documents have hit the Internet, and they've been read and exposed to everybody. Everyone in Ukraine, everyone in Russia, everyone in China, they've seen all this. And the takeaway, there's a few takeaways, but uh, there's uh, a few summaries out there of the story that uh, I'll just do the uh, uh, they're closing in on the leaker. I'm not sure why that's all that important. I mean, I know it's important to to get him to stop him, to arrest him, to 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 find out who he is, but it's not as important as what he's revealed. Mm. and what he and, and I know John Kirby stood up there and said, "Don't telling newspapers and and websites, don't publish this." Um, I'm not sure if uh, Sean Spicer or Kellyanne Conway told them, don't publish this when Trump was president. I'm not sure they would have uh, gone along, but some have gone along, but we've learned things in this story. We've learned things. We are losing. Okay. Simple fact. Ukraine is losing. They're running out of air defense ammo. Uh, They're about to get bombarded by a Russian spring offensive and they don't have the capability to fight it off. It's more important than ever for, we, for us to start talking about a, a ceasefire settlement, a peace settlement. It has to happen. It's the only way this ends. It doesn't end with Ukraine victory. If you weren't already convinced of that, take some time and read about this. But uh, this is a story from Fox News this morning. The person behind a major leak of secret U.S. intelligence documents is reportedly a man in his 20s who worked on a military base and shared the classified info on the chat app Discord. The details were revealed in an explosive report from the Washington Post. The outlet reportedly spoke to a fellow member of the chat group, of the chat that the leader ran on Discord. The Post's teenage source claimed he knew the leaker's real name and where he lived but said he would not help authorities locate him. The source told the Post that the leaker ran a Discord group called Thug Shaker Central and identified as OG. So you have this story, long, detailed story in the Washington Post, and uh, it's all about the the OG, this guy, the OG. He's the uh, source. He's the guy with all the info. They think he worked on a military base. He's a gun guy these guys like him. the, the guy on the, uh, this, this guy that talks to much, they like him. They look up to him. He's like an older guy in his twenties. These are teenagers, gamers. And they were locked at home during COVID. This kid says, and they dealt with each other's struggles and personal lives and everything else. And this guy just started dropping classified information on the website and they were like ignoring him. <laughs> because they were busy playing games. They weren't concerned with how much ammo the Ukrainians had left. And eventually someone picked up on it and said, holy crap, this is classified, important classified stuff. Um, the, the, there's nothing political about it. He's not, a, they say he's not a, a, a politically active guy. The teenager we're going to hear from is in uh, California and his identity is shrouded and he talks to the Washington post and It seems like it's only a matter of minutes before or days that they catch the leaker OG and you know, they'll arrest him. And unfortunately for him, the president's a Democrat. So they will throw the book at him. It won't be like, you know, Chelsea Manning getting pardoned, uh, for leaking classified documents. Um, but it does, when you read it, it does, it is a bleak picture. We are, pissing away billions on an unwinnable war. Uh, We've suspected this all along. I think it was pretty much confirmed, but uh, some of the stuff this kid says, I mean, again, he's the kid's about 15. You can't see because again, he's shrouded, but he sounds and and talks and like a pretty sharp kid, but he's a kid and he's sitting there getting ready to play, whatever call of duty. I don't know what you put and reading about this reading, these sensitive documents, about this uh, war in Ukraine. Let's listen to a little bit of uh, uh, one of the leakers' uh, gamer pals. Go ahead. I felt thrust so into a situation that no one wants to be thrust into.
0: All the documents that have been leaked, I've seen every single one there is to see, and I was in close proximity to these files. It is, it is a lot on my shoulders, and it's very stressful. Um, these were just, leaked in Discord, uh, and uh, th- he's not the he's not the only one that they spoke no. to, but I guess uh, he's the only one that they that spoke on camera.
1: So, so they go to California, interview this kid. This kid knows the identity of the OG, the leaker, and he says, "I'm not telling." Well, the-, the Washington Post can do that, and our federal government, the FBI. I, I know they're busy because there's some, you know, some Catholic outside, outside singing, singing songs and hymns outside of an abortion clinic. They're probably busy infiltrating the local Catholic church or, you know, red flagging people who say based or red pill online, but uh, you couldn't lend a few agents to go out and talk to this kid and find the leaker. The story's just incredible on so many levels. This is a, a summary on uh, on uh, the Federalist, it says: From where the situation stands now, it seems the U.S. taxpayer has unwittingly bought a bloody stalemate in Ukraine, one that increasingly runs a very real risk of ending in nuclear showdown. To me, that's the best summary right there. I don't know about unwittingly. I think lots of people, like me, have told you this was not winnable. There was just no scenario by which. The uh, Ukrainians, Ukrainians, Ukrainians were going to win the war and have a little you know, parade down the main streets of Kiev with Zelensky celebrating their great victory. Uh, absent a hard push from Washington for peace negotiations, the one thing our leaders seem unwilling to even consider, we're left with bad options all around, escalation and inevitable U.S. involvement on one hand, or abandonment of Ukraine on the other, the real question at this point is how many more tens of billions will American taxpayers have to spend to find out how this ends? Well, we know Biden's in there for almost two more years, and he's just thrown no no inclination to stop pouring billions of good money after bad. So it's going to continue. And obviously the whole uniparty, Republicans, Democrats, they're all in on fighting this unwinnable war and throwing away billions. And we now know there are U.S. troops on the ground in Ukraine. There's only 14 of them, according to one of these leaks. There's 50 U.K. soldiers and 14 U.S. special forces on the ground. So it's only a matter of time before an American dies, a service, a contractor, a a soldier, a Marine, and then what? This whole thing is insane. We must talk. We must insist everyone sit and talk. You know what? Send Trump over there. He said he could do it in 24 hours. Give him a chance. Say you got 24 hours, Donald. See if you can settle this. Yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> see if you can settle this. He'll be like you know the Dirty Dozen. These these were guys serving life in prison in the Lee Marvin movie, great movie. And they got a chance to fight in this really dangerous mission. If they survive, their services will be their their sentence will be commuted. Okay, Donald, Alvin Bragg will drop all the charges. So will everyone else if you go over there and settle this thing in 24 hours. What the hell? What did we get to lose? <laughs> By the way, if you weren't already concerned about the situation in uh, um, Ukraine, I saw this last night and I couldn't believe it. I had to double check and triple check. I was like, what the hell? It's still a pretty, I mean, it's a war, right? As far as we know, we're still in this hot war and tens of thousands of people are dying. By the way, we mentioned tens of billions of dollars getting pissed away. Tens of thousands of lives, of Ukrainian lives, of Russian lives are being lost in this, in this hopeless situation. So you're thinking Zelensky's pretty busy, right, fighting this war, taking on Russia? This photo was released last night, April 12th, 2023. It's of a war room, like a big, long conference table. There's one, two, three, four, five guys on one side, five on the other. It appears to be Zelensky in the middle with generals or his, his leaders on either side of him. across the table from Vladimir Zelensky, you know, Churchill is, <laughs> I can't, I'm looking at it right now and I can't believe what I'm looking at is Brad Paisley. Yes. Brad Paisley. Now I like Brad Paisley. sings some fun songs. He's best known for, uh, Uh, I Want to Check You for Ticks. That's one of his songs. He's a country star, kind of a mainstream country guy. He's in Kiev, sitting across a conference table from Vladimir Zelensky. On the same side as with, with, and he's wearing his cowboy hat, by the way. On the same side of the table is Joe Manchin. So Joe Manchin and Brad Paisley were meeting with Zelensky on the day the stuff hit the fan. Here he is. Here he is. And oh, by the way, this is mansion and Paisley. If you're looking, uh, giving, uh, sitting there with Zelensky, who's about as tall as that little Irish leprechaun. He's, he's, uh, mansion's got like a foot on him. Anyway, they're giving him a university of West Virginia. Is it a hat or is it a shirt? What is it? It looks like a hat. Giving him a, a, a West Virginia hat. <laughs> and Paisley sitting there in his cowboy hat, Talking to Zelensky last night as war was raging outside. Well, what does this accomplish? I don't even get it. I mean, I understand you, you want the support of the American people. You need it. You need more money. You need an endless stream of money. You're busy money laundering. But what does Brad Paisley do for you? Uh, it's genuine... It's genuinely uh, a little confusing to me. I have to say,
0: Paisley does as much for Zelensky as him wearing tactical gear in an office all day does. I don't. I don't <laughs> get it.
1: I mean, there is a war going on, right? Uh, oh, there's a. Uh, oh, what can I? I gotta find it. There's a little factoid in these leaked documents that I was just blown away by the amount of ammo that we're blowing off, that we're shooting, the amount of artillery mm. that we're, that we, that they're using, it's, they're, they're running out of shells because they're firing off a shell every six seconds. And the uh, Russians are using twice as many as we are. So this war is using up a lot of weaponry, so much so that we're now borrowing ammo from South Korea to support uh, this unwinnable war. Yeah. It's just amazing.
0: Uh here's the grand scheme with, of things. They're they're getting us to give all our stuff to Ukraine, then China's going to attack us when we have nothing. No, I mean,
1: we can't we can't do China now, which I guess is the, the good thing. Yeah. Ukraine uh you uh, there're 50 UK forces, this uh, 15 from France, 14 from the US and one from the Netherlands. <laughs> so the Netherlands sends one guy. what's His name <laughs> Steve. Eric yeah Eric's uh, there he's fighting the war but the thing goes into how many shells how many how much artillery we're using and how they're quickly running out and they can no longer provide air defense to their cities as these russians prepare their spring offensive not a pretty picture very grim and uh, our uh, president is planting trees in ireland Okay, All right, let's and then I'm going to get to uh, the state of a—the <laughs> mental state of a couple of senators. It, it is scary. It's, it is, it is past—it is time to force people, I'm sorry, to retire from the U.S. Senate. And hell, why don't we throw in the presidency? We can't have—half the Senate can't be, you know, brain-addled geriatrics, octogenarians, octogenarians. This is just nuts. Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down. Shea Concrete, they got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home and remodeling and replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to Shayconcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 to 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, there's kind of a push now from a few brave, I will say this, brave lawmakers in, um, in. Oh, let me get the story here from, uh, in Washington, Dianne Feinstein, Senator from uh, California. The, the story is, it's kind of in whispers because no one wants to say it, that she has dementia. She's 89, that's no surprise. Of course, she's not, Physically, uh, mentally sharp or fit or whatever. Of course, she doesn't belong in the Senate. Of course, she doesn't. But we don't have retirement ages for senators. I mean, she couldn't, as I say all the time with Biden, she couldn't deliver the mail to the Senate offices. She's too old. She couldn't be a security guard. She wouldn't, couldn't. She couldn't do it. Couldn't teach. She couldn't teach kids. They would say you're too old. You have to retire. And in, and in fact, they would do that 25 years ago she's 89 and still in the Senate and says she's been hospitalized for most of the last two months. She's missed 60 votes out of 82. I mean, yes, she's missed 60 votes. She's now asking to be replaced on the judiciary committee because the good thing is they can't confirm judges because she can't go to work because she's 89. She's not going to step down even though Democrats Ro Khanna from her home state of California, is calling on her to resign. On Wednesday, yesterday, he tweeted, it's time for Senator Feinstein to resign. We need to put the country ahead of personal loyalty. While she's had a lifetime of public service, it's obvious she can no longer fulfill her duties. Now that's courage in this day and age. That's a Democrat. I just watched Mike Huckabee, former Republican governor, kind of a TV star and Saying this is cruel and and heartless to dementia. Reti- I'm going. What? There's a country to run here. She's a senator. She can't be a senator with dementia. Is that is that a bold take in this day and age? And somebody else was just tweeting at Rokana. I think it was uh, I forget it, it was Dana Lash. Somebody was tweeting at Rokana. Rokana calling him sexist because he won't say the same thing about Fetterman. Okay, fair enough. I will. Neither Fetterman, whose brain obviously is shot from a stroke, uh, shouldn't have been elected. Neither neither he nor Feinstein belongs in the Senate. Why does it matter that this person is digging in her heels and claiming she has shingles when her brain is shot and she's being led around by the arm, by her aides or her supporters? Why is it so hard to say you got to go now? We do it for you know, virtually every other you know, job in this country. And yet from these jobs, which are really, really important, like Senator and President, we allow people who are a million years old to continue to serve. And by the way, do we really want the people who aren't going to be around for, you know, for the next three or four years, in the next three or four years, to be making the biggest decisions that affect all our lives? How is it possible that you can stay in the Senate when you can't even like drive a car. You couldn't, she couldn't go down to the corner store to buy a gallon of milk. She can't do the job. That's not cruel. That's just reality. Just bizarre. And I guess that old man right there, he's probably, you know, he'll probably defend her too. Joe Biden can't say anything because he's not far behind her, but most of the people making all the big decisions, you know, Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And, Anthony Fauci and Jack, Chuck Grasley and Diane Feinstein are a million years old. They're not sharp anymore. It's time for them to move on. They're such egomaniacs. Just retire. They have grandkids. They've grifted they've for years. they got millions. They're worth hundreds of millions, some of these people, and yet they still cling on to power. Just insane. It's wrong. But. All right, we'll leave it there. We will leave it there for today. Oh, quick note. It looks like Aaron Rodgers endorsed Robert Kennedy Jr. Bold move from A-Rod. He hasn't decided where he wants to play football, but he's decided who he wants to be president, Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, it's just a couple of emojis he, he put next to a Kent Robert Kennedy debate, uh, tweet. But, and we're still waiting, Aaron. We want you to go to the Jets, but uh, I don't know what you're waiting for. What, what the hell are the Jets and the Packers doing? Doesn't this have to get done?
0: I think it comes. I think I heard it came down to like a first round pick argument.
1: <laughs> get it done. We need okay. Rod. We need him in uh, in New York. It'll be fun. And uh, I'm still, I'm going to try to get over this today. NPR quit Twitter. I'm struggling. Struggling with this. My Dave is big void in my life. NPR quit Twitter. I'll try to be okay. Good point by Jack. Uh, George Soros is 94. He has more power than any of the above. Enough of these 90-year-old people controlling the world. It's scary. Everything's scary. Oh, that's it for today, a scary day in America. But thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Here
0: tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Or am I standing on the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com listen.